Hey, welcome to the podcast. And we're focused this year on what it means to live out a clear mission and build a healthy community. So we've got um, teaching you basically what's going to total up to be 48 ideas. And there's an organized focus to it. Um, Some people that are listening to this are going through a follow-up coaching program. You just may be listening along. But I'm glad you're here. And what I want to do today is teach you a key idea in taking action every day. So that's the focus where we're at right now, how to take action every day. Because if you take action every day on your mission, you become undeniable in the awesome that you make because you're moving it forward continually. You also become unstoppable regardless of the challenges and setbacks you hit because you keep moving it forward. Uh, And so today's key idea to help you keep moving it forward, okay, is going to be different than what common conventional wisdom will tell you because common conventional wisdom is usually wrong. Here's today's idea. How you motivate yourself is key. How you motivate yourself is key. Um, I'm going to teach you how to motivate yourself, and we're going to go into the depth of that. I'm going to give you some brain science, some stuff to wrestle with at the end. But before we get into that, I just want to make sure that we understand it's normal to lose motivation. You may lose it in a big way. You may lose it in a small way. Um, And I think a lot of us aren't honest with ourselves and struggle with the reality that we are in either a big way of losing motivation. Maybe we don't have the passion for our work anymore. Maybe we don't have the engagement that we did before and we're really struggling in a big way. Or it's just a small way. It's 2 o'clock. We've lost steam. Uh, You know, it's 9 a.m. and we're caffeinated, but we can't yet get ourselves to tackle the essential things that we need to get done. So I want to I want to take this idea how you motivate yourself is key uh, and really blow it up really big really I just said that really word twice I really I just said really twice uh, we want to blow it up really big though so that you can not miss how you are challenging yourself to dig deep. If I told you that I didn't have any energy and I was tired and that every day at 3 p.m. I wanted to go take a nap, but instead of taking a nap, I went and ate five fresh glazed Krispy Kreme donuts, hot now sign is on, Mm. and I I shared that result with you and I said, oh, look at this. I do this every day at 3 p.m. and I get energy to run through the tape and finish the day strong. Anybody with any common sense would go, okay, that's getting you through the moment. And an occasional uh, choice along those lines is possibly okay. But long term, you're doing more damage than good. You're hurting yourself. And because you're hurting yourself, that you may be getting through that little hump, but you're going to hurt your your blood sugar long term. Your energy as a whole is going to be messed up. So that's the same thing that is so misunderstood about motivation. Uh, It's normal to lose motivation. That's the the first thing that's misunderstood. Uh, The second thing 
that's misunderstood is it doesn't matter how you get motivated, just get it done. And it actually does matter very much. And I'm going to explain all that. So here's what we got to start with. We got to start with the fact that there are people that you see their stuff on Instagram, you're inspired by them, you admire them, you look at their websites, you see their business model, you see the best moments of their life. And there's something in you in that comparison that you beat up on yourself, you shame yourself, you struggle, you start to go, gosh, why can't I be there? What am I doing wrong? Why am I not there? Let me tell you, everybody that you know, admire, respect, follow, listen to, any person that gives you any amount of inspiration, okay, they too struggle. They also have areas in their lives uh, that that are broken or not moving with as much momentum as it could. There's no one you know, admire, or respect that has it all together. There's some area in their life where they aren't making great decisions. Uh, maybe there's some area in their life where they're doing right things for wrong reasons. It's deforming them. And here's what I want you to understand. When you need to motivate yourself, the first thing that you don't want to do You don't want to depend on someone else for your motivation. Don't depend on someone else for your motivation. Uh, Maybe the sub-action we could say here is smash the pedestals. Just smash them. You are responsible for your motivation. You motivate you. And anybody that you look at that you say, I mean, you could be showing up at work saying, I'm not motivated. The company better bring in somebody to motivate me or do something to motivate me. They're not responsible to motivate you. You, They may position you for motivation. They may think through different elements of your workflow to help you be inspired, right? But you're responsible to motivate you. And so if there are people right now that you're inspired by and you follow them and you get energy from them, that's fine. That's awesome. I hope that happens with you in this podcast. However, if you getting inspired by them, and this is a subtle nuance that's really big to grasp, if you getting inspired by them happens because you compare and then you feel shame, you are hurting yourself in the long run. It's the equivalent of eating the five Krispy Kremes at 3 p.m., not actually doing something that long-term is going to help you. Um, I mean, this is, uh, if you look at the highest level of athletics and the highest level of uh, well-developed leaders, they understand that anger and fear can energize you for a moment, but it actually takes away from who you are. It doesn't renew you. Um, It doesn't give you the same thing that desire and passion give. And this isn't new agey stuff. This isn't frou-frou. This is like, and we'll get into brain science in a little bit. Uh, this is just understanding that uh, the difference between a scarcity and abundant mindset. Scarcity, I've got to get it and i got to get motivated to go get it because bad things are coming or bad is happening. Uh, and I'm not talking about pain moments, pain places where we're hurting and we've got to make something better because we're struggling. Um, I mean, I remember at one season where <laughs> Literally, this is true. I had $2.57 combined in all my accounts. Uh, It was about 11 p.m. at night. I just finished working for the day. And 
I bought a show on Amazon for $1.99 out of that $2.57. I know this is crazy to some of you, and you're like, what bad choices did you make to get to that point? Yeah, there were some bad choices I made. I've talked about a number of them on this podcast. Um, and I'd worked a full day, and there's $2.57, and it's just like crap. And, uh, you know, I had some stuff coming in. I wasn't sure when. It was going to be tight. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and watch this new Walking Dead episode and let it usher me into dreamland after I calm down from the action. Um, tomorrow's battle to hustle for the week's income would wait on me because I needed to relax a little bit and then I was going to go to sleep. Look, I've learned how to fall asleep when the world feels like it's ended. I've had to. Uh, and I can only be at my best the next day if I'm refreshed. Um, I've had plenty of nights where fear kept my heart rate elevated until 3 a.m. I've had enough nighttime battles with anxiety uh, that you're desperate to find a new way to live. And so I've had to rebuild my ability to sleep dose twice uh, because starting organizations or turning things around can trash you. Um, And the key to those, to to rebuilding my ability to sleep was an Ambien. Uh, I did use it for a while and just found it to, to hurt more than it helped. And here's what helped me, though, learn to just enjoy a good night's rest, even in the middle of chaos. And this is one of the best gifts you can experience. It's beautiful. It's amazing. I had to pay attention to how I was motivating myself. Look, life has a special course designed just for you. I don't know why it works this way, but it does. And it will bring you to your knees. You will feel the breath of your fear on your neck. And you'll have a choice. How are you going to motivate yourself? Everybody you know loses heart. Everybody you know struggles. We're going to smash the pedestals. Nobody else is going to be responsible for motivating you. You are responsible to motivate you. And as you hold that, carry that, own that. We want to pay attention to how. How you motivate yourself is key. For a long time, and I didn't realize this, uh, because I was just obsessed with performance and work, I ran on the fuel of adrenaline. Um, I, I went through an adrenaline addiction and then experienced adrenal fatigue and I remember that I went through a, like a desert period where I didn't feel my adrenaline. I didn't feel, I didn't get that hit for like a year. And when it came back, I was like, whoa, this is what adrenaline is like. But because I was aware now, go, I didn't go home walking in the door amped up, like making sure, you know, everybody is adjusting their rhythm around mine. I was able to dial it down, step into the front door and adjust to where they were. So you motivate you. You're responsible for your motivation. Nobody else is. And we're not going to motivate ourselves through comparison. We're going to smash the pedestals. Second thing we're going to do is we pay attention to how we motivate ourselves. We're going to forget perfect conditions. We're going to forget perfect conditions. Um, I don't know if you've ever played cornhole. 
I had never heard of this game, never seen it, had never seen it until we moved to uh, Ohio, where we now live, and my wife is from here, and we're driving in this development for, we were looking for a house, and I see these people tossing what looked like a beanbag onto a, a block of wood with a hole in it. It looked like redneck bowling uh, that you could do in your backyard, and uh, I guess I've lived here long enough and acclimated to, to be a true Buckeye because we have uh, Buckeye-colored cornhole set, and I love playing with my kids. It's a blast. Now, the problem is the backyard that we play in uh, with our house, it's got a slant to the yard. So there's no way to get a perfect setup in distance um, with with both surfaces being flat. So you got to kind of learn how, depending on what side you're throwing from, how to throw it and that beanbag will slide to the left or the right or corn bag, I guess is the better term. Um, and one of my kids was talking about that. She was like, I can't learn how to do it every time the same way because we keep changing it up. And uh, me ever present not to miss the moment of teaching in a way that never annoys them and they never roll their eyes at uh, was to say, hey, actually, this is good. Unless you are Michael Phelps in a swimming pool, destabilization is what keeps you resilient. Uh, It's not about the same thing being repeated all the time. Life is dynamic. It's not static. And so... Do not, this is the second thing here in how you motivate yourself is key, do not depend on perfect conditions. You can attempt to create optimal external conditions. I'm all for that. But it's an illusion to think you can perfectly control this. I'd rather spend energy creating an optimal internal world to meet any conditions. Whoa. How do you do that? Well, you've got to learn what that is like for you. For me, it's understanding. I don't want to rigidly be attached to anything having to go a certain way for me to be able to meet the demands of the moment with my best self, with the fullest expression of my skills, with who I am as a person. And so you have to think about this from what it looks like for you. But a key way to recognize you've fallen into a trap and you're motivating, motivating, motivating yourself in an unhealthy way is you're saying, I've got to get these conditions, then I will show up and be fully engaged. No, no, no. Do not try to depend on perfect conditions. Destabilization is good. It's what grows you. I mean, this is what we're learning so much about fitness right now. It's not about the static continual movements. It's about having to get your core shaken and come back to a solid position. This is what life is doing for you. This is the gift of challenges. They destabilize you and then you re-engage. And I know it's hard, man. So some of you are in that place where you've started something new, you've started something scary, the new job, the business, or you're trying to find your first customers, you're getting your pricing right. And lots of people are teaching great stuff on all that, okay? But not enough people are talking about how do you go about your doing? So yeah, it's time to stand on your own. You're not going to make perfect con- decisions. You're not going to have perfect conditions. You're not locked into how you did things yesterday. Today is new. Let yourself off the hook. No more shame for any of your choices up to this point. Feel that. And then there's motivation. No circumstance defines you. 
You're not too late. You don't motivate yourself out of fear or comparison. You're not tearing yourself down to try to falsely build yourself up. That's hype. It wears off. It deforms you. You're engaging. You're engaging where you are. This really takes us to the third idea when you pay attention to how you motivate yourself. Um, Don't forget about how the brain works. Don't forget about how the brain works. Here's what I mean. If you really want to make a massive change in your life, then you want to give your brain new experiences because new experiences change how you process, sequence, or frame, or process your life. So if you want a new psychology, a new outlook, you've got to have experiences that are powerful to your brain. Neurologically, they rewire it. So the question for all solid great motivation is, what experiences am I exposing myself to internally and externally? So the real wisdom in paying attention to how you, how you motivate yourself is a physiological understanding. What's happening inside of me and what are the places environmentally that I'm in? And this isn't about having optimal external conditions. This is about uh, the reality of exposing yourself to struggle and sweat and exercise. It's about the internal reality of what it means to be able to motivate and be mindful. So let me break it down for you. Your brain never stops forming in response to the experiences around you. It's always being formed. Myelin is wrapping continually. Um, Experiences shape your brain, thus they shape you. So you want to pay attention to how you're engaging those experiences. Now, you can position yourself to cooperate with how experiences shape you, or you can fight against it. I mean, literally, your brain is processing everything through How this makes you think about who you are. It's your identity filter. And most people aren't even aware of this. So they have continual bad reactions built on false threats. So if you're not able to reframe moments through the identity filter, you experience work and relationships from fear, shame, and insecurity, and you're continually being motivated in a false way. Fear is motivating you in a false way. You're being formed into a worse version of yourself. Now, I told you I was going to go deep on the brain, so just hang with me a little bit more. Most aren't aware how their brain is constantly reaching back for patterns. It's a pattern recognition beast. Uh, I don't want to say machine because we don't even know how to explain the, explain the brain very well. Even the computer analogy, uh, more and more people are recognizing that it fails to capture how our brain works. So let me tell you what your brain's doing. Uh, it's looking back to past experiences of pain to shape your present response. So if you want a different present response, you need a more powerful experience. So what we want to learn to do is to wake up to, oh, I need to tap into what my brain is experiencing so it can calm down and I can meditate and I can motivate myself from a secure place regardless of the external conditions. Now, I spend a ton of time talking about this in the sixth episode of this podcast, going way back to last year on Train the Brain. So I don't want to talk a ton about it right now. But this is why self-help turns me off, because it leaves a wake of exhaustion. You don't force yourself into a new baseline. 
of who you are. You're, you relax your way into it. Uh, the highest athletes, it's about hitting a solid core, reaching a solid core, experiencing a solid center, and then performing out of that. This, this, the highest level of leaders, same thing. They're not using anger and fear, harsh judgments towards themselves to try to beat themselves back into being motivated. So again, where are you with motivating yourself? These three ideas are critical for you to pay attention to how you're doing it. Don't depend on other people for motivation. Don't try to build perfect conditions. And don't forget about the brain and how it works. Now let me give you some actions to work on that are going to help you apply this. I want you to take a piece of paper out and list out, and I could say the top five, but the top ten is going to stretch you more, the top ten difficult things you've done. Is it small? Is it big? Whatever it is, I want you to list out ten difficult things that you have done. Now, I want you to list out your top three problems. Go ahead and hit the pause button if you need to do the ten difficult things. List out your top three problems, and I would do it if you can beside it, like a left-right column. Now, I want you to think about how you can build a bridge from the left to the right, from the difficult things to the challenges you face now. Here's what I've learned in working with lots of people. I've learned this from my own life. You have conquered challenges up to this point. You've done difficult things. And the thing that's overwhelming you now, there is a skill that you learned, a resource you tapped into into, in those 10 difficult things that you want to build a bridge to that current problem now. So even just draw a line to it, you know, you could be facing... Uh, some kind of hard challenge with, you know, not having enough people to to grow the vision you have in your business, or maybe facing a relational crisis. So then, look at that left-hand column. Where have you faced something before, where oh, if I could tap that skill, this is an introspective exercise. It's not going to just happen. It's not fast. Maybe for some of you it is. If you've already been thinking about this, and I'm putting you know, words to things you've been feeling, but for most of you, sit with this one, right? And I'm here to help. I want to help you grow as much as you want to grow. So shoot me an email if you got questions and uh, pay attention to how you motivate yourself. This is key for you learning to take action every day in a way that renews you and doesn't deform you. Thanks for being here. Peace.